Hey everybody, how you doing? It's day two and episode two, I guess, of the PDG podcast with me, Peter Doak from PDG Advertising. So what we're doing is we're sharing the journey of PDG Advertising and I've been taking down all the things that have been going on in the day and going through them here on this podcast and it's been really cool to go through them and actually really cool to take a moment and take down everything that's going on because when you do that you really start to see how much you're doing and it gives you an opportunity to reflect on those things. The first thing that happened today was uh, what I've written down here is a bad experience in Starbucks. My cup was overflowing and it's uh, very much a first world problem this. But recently, every Wednesday, I've been traveling to the um, drive through Starbucks and getting myself and uh, our relatively new start, but he's been with us for two months, Anthony. Um, he's our digital advertising associate, um, does uh, a specialism in design for PDG advertising. And I go and go to Starbucks and I get us a, a coffee each cappuccino and a, an Americano and Anthony's Americano always it, it never it never spills but the Americano that I get for some reason they fill it right up to the brim I ask for it with milk and they fill it right right up to the brim and whenever I'm walking with it and the the cappuccino it uh, it, it starts to spill ruins the experience of the coffee it doesn't it's not it it's just it's such it's more hassle than it's worth and today in the drive-thru I asked him could you please not fill it up the whole way to the brim because I need to walk with it and it's going to spill and overflow um <laughs> felt a bit bad asking for that but I didn't feel the guy listened to me at all I didn't feel that he really took that in and and sure enough whenever I got it it was filled right up to the brim and it did spill everywhere and it did go everywhere. I said to the guy when he handed it to me, I said, um, listen, why, why do you do that? You're putting all of the liquid in, in there in the world. There's no need. There's no need to, to fill it up that much. If, if someone moves, it's spilling over the sides and ruining the cup and ruining people's hands. And it, it's just such a bad, such a bad experience. And normally I wouldn't really say anything, but whenever I've asked for it specifically, don't fill it up. And it's it's likely the same guy that took the order that um, just ignored what I had said. And I thought he had ignored it as well. Um, so when I said that, he, the guy was very apologetic and says, let me pour some of it out. It's like, no, it's too much. That's again, too much hassle and it's work worth just um, just try not to try not to do it again. <laughs> It's quite harsh, but said for next time, just try to try to not fill it up so much because it's crazy. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. And I mean, the only reason that you're going to buy a, a three quid coffee or two pound fifty coffee is for the pure experience of it, isn't it? It's not really um, any different than the instant coffee that you can make in the you can make in the house. So I um, I then moved on from that experience. And I, again, sure enough, the coffee was spilling everywhere as I was walking up the road. Um, I don't think it's just because I have a wobble in my walk. I think it was spilling everywhere because it wasn't. But but the, main, the the worst thing about it was, whenever I looked at the cup, 
the cup had three quarters written written on it. Only fill up three quarters, so I guess that other people have asked for this. But for some reason, this guy just completely um, not not decided not to do it. I don't know, don't know why, but I didn't come away very happy with that, and I don't think I'm going to go there again. And and that's not just a thing to say. I, I really don't think I'm going to go to that drive-through again. And it's interesting that particular drive-through has been um, just. Um, bought over uh, sorry there's been a, a Tim Hortons move beside it and it's doing really well I can see it always busy whereas Starbucks isn't so busy right now and I don't know what what has happened in that chain of command that you can't get something like that right why would you even fill it up that much in the first place why would you have someone needing to say it and whenever they do say why would you then not take action and why would you not you know, make sure that they got what they what they wanted. Terrible experience, and and something that I'll I'll remember for a while, and and try to do the reverse of in PDG advertising, and try to do something that um provides a great experience for people instead of one that leaves them talking on a podcast about how terrible it was. <laughs> Again, it's hardly you know as bad as the vast vast majority of people's plights in this world. Um, but if if I relate it to my own business, if you're doing something for someone, it's not right, and it's not. You know, when they ask for something, do the complete opposite of what they of what they say. Today, the first order of business. Whenever we're not getting upset at global coffee chains for their coffee pouring procedures, was we were create Anthony and I were creating an email. Anthony more than myself were creating an. I'm going through quality checks of an email template that we're working on for a very um, valued customer. They're all valued, but um, this customer uh, has asked us to develop up a new email template for them. So our process in that is to create it up in InDesign and then have um, someone that we know to then build it in MailChimp and that process has been great it's been one that um, we've been able to work on and create something that's pretty beautiful for the client and something that we're really proud of so we've sent that off today and um, we're going to see what the client thinks of it and see if there are any amends and then get it built up in MailChimp and ready to go off to that uh, customer's customers Something that we've been trying to do at PDG Advertising has been to get our messaging out there and and get our visibility up across our networks. Um, something that I'm very passionate about. Um, it, it just happens though that whenever you're doing something, I always describe it, and I don't even know if this is true, I've been saying it for so long that it rhymes off in my brain, but that a painter's house is always destroyed, but the houses at the paint are pretty beautiful. I always felt that's how it's how it's been with our our business. I don't feel our um, online advertising platforms are um, vibrant, bustling, or or live enough, and I don't think I will until we're rivaling some big big uh, companies. But that excuse is not enough. Um, the the painters one, where the painters' house is not up to scratch, but everybody else's that he's doing is. What what that means in short um, is that. Our social presence ain't great, but the people that we look after are. I mean, I, I don't know the number of people that we um, advertise to goes into the millions on a weekly basis. And 
and that's directly through you know email, through Facebook, through um, ads, through Google. You know, it, it goes to a high amount of people, but but really the amount of people um, the PDG gets in front of as PDG advertising is really really small. So we're working hard to develop content up that gets out there, and today felt kind of easy, but it was a lot of curated content. So behind the scenes, we're we're going to start that process of developing up really nice content to get out there to our channels, start growing our presences, and really build up our our database of people that are interested in what we what we do because without that what are we really and what are we really trying to do so that's a really big thing um this uh week we've been able to or today we've been able to post out um a couple of curated items about a lot from gary vaynerchuk actually um gary v is a big inspiration um to this business and and um, we've shared some content from himself also a very creepy um boston dynamics video of a dog robot that <laughs> is pulling along a truck and it's just a window into the future it's just the window into whenever you look out of your window and you see the um blade runner type scenario of flying cars and and things like that and automation and and things moving quicker than you can uh, see them but but yeah our, our social posting is is something that we're really working on and something that we we hope to build and something that we hope to be very uh, proud of very soon something that i spent maybe a couple of hours on today was our we mentioned yesterday if you were following about the school and school system in south africa that we do advertising from for so we were talking about the consolidation of adverts instead of having you know 14 presences all with their own adverts blasting out to 14 different areas having one advert again blast out to to 14 different areas um we did that and we're trying to understand why some areas are getting more uh exposure and and more success than other areas so so by day by two hours today there were two hours, about two hours today that we're focused in on trying to work out um how far away um one school is in south africa to another school um, in order to make sure that the radiuses that we're um, choosing doesn't overlap too much and that we're just getting a, like a five kilometer catchment area for, for each school. But what that meant was individually going in and um, locating each each different school um, in Facebook ads, which is a very, I'm nearly sure it's driven by um, Here Maps, which is a Microsoft product but then cross-referencing it over with the daddy of maps, Google Maps. Um, as an aside note, I love maps. And <laughs> this was a joy of a task, but it was kind of crazy sitting here in Belfast going, all right, so um, this school is 10 kilometers north of um, Johannesburg, and this is the N1 and the N14, and it live some that school is somewhere somewhere in in there you know what um you know who am i to suggest anything to facebook or, or google but i think we should probably i think they should probably use google maps for the targeting on facebook i'm i'm sure it has to be more accurate than the here product from from microsoft but hey that's how it was and, and either way it, it allowed me to um 
uh, basically play with maps for, <laughs> for a couple of hours, but all to the quality and the value of you know, making sure that we're getting the adverts to the right, to the right people and not um, double um, bombarding people in, in the right areas, but not the right areas for, for certain schools. So another thing that we were doing today was um, a customer is, we're helping a customer revamp their website um, and it's coming down to the final stages of getting it developed and um, there's a little bit of back and forward about the product page. Um, this is an e-commerce customer. Um, it's a really interesting because it's a B2B um, stroke B, B2C kind of customer. Um, Actually, it's very much B2B, but the website and the look and feel of it are appealing to B2C in terms of being able to, um, in terms of being able to, you know, um, make purchases really quickly. Um, and also, I guess any consumer could, it's usually the, the business sells um, staging and lighting equipment for uh, businesses that do concerts and churches and um, schools and things like that all over the United States, Canada, um, and the Middle East. So, the, the the thing is the way that that industry and I guess many industries are going is that it's we're now making it easy for like wholesalers like this business to sell to individuals through the power of the internet. So if, if there is a warehouse of you know um, products that could be sold to a consumer. That doesn't cost you know any extra or, or adds value to their overall business then then why not so we're merging those two worlds in this one website but what it's doing is it's causing a little bit of um of back and forward about how do you make it so that people can add items to a quote quotation page on how do you make it so that they can they can buy now so i've got, gotten over all of that um and figured out the functionality now we're down to making sure that the layout matches the design that we created and the design that was created before. It's a very important point as well. Um, creating, um, developing up a website without a strong design to back it up with and to work from. Basically like building a house without um, architectural plans and a very, very bad idea in my opinion. But what happens sometimes is things can creep in just because time goes on and Customers want more things and, and they want to do the best job for the for their customer. So what we're doing there is we are making sure that the um, that the end product landing page and product page is as good as it can possibly be. So what I meant today was drawing up some um, off-spec designs on my whiteboard of what you would call rough mock-ups and wireframes um, to get it over to the developer and client and just to make sure that we were both on 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 the page and, and it was really cool we did it in asana i've mentioned it before the task management software so um the discussion was going on in the task on online um collaboratively um in three different parts of the world um the developer is in london um i'm here in belfast and the customer is in las vegas nevada and a little input of that um, picture seemed to get everybody focused around the same um, point and we were able to get back to, to making sure that the design and the, the development had a very um, professional looking sheen and we're looking forward to getting that website developed up and, and published for, for new customers. The whole point of revamping that website is to drive more business. It's a very successful business but 
feel it could be much, much more successful because the, the previous website that it had, not very strong and not very good. Um, so, so that's something that we're, we're, uh, we're doing. I think a lot of today's podcast and today's theme has really been about attention to detail. It's really important and it's something that we're going to work hard to, to do really well. I think it's the differentiator of quality. Um, attention to detail, very, very important. Another customer we have in the UK, it's a luxury homewares brand and it, um, part of what we do for, for this brand is Google Shopping campaigns and the Google Shopping campaigns are just hot right now whenever you're looking for something on Google and our shopping adverts come up in your eyeline and you click on them, it's really strong for the, for the business but um, something really interesting is happening with those adverts, we are seeing, um, and this is a really important point whenever you're doing adverts, you don't always know, you can't always go by the last click attribution. So what sometimes you can do is you can connect up your AdWords to your e-commerce system and it can tell you whether or not you've been um, successful in making sales. So you can see how many sales and what the value of those sales were. But sometimes what happens is the, the journey of the customer, they might, they might click on your Google Shopping ad and they might purchase right away and that's great. But in reality, that doesn't always happen. The key to understanding the overall value of an advert is to understand its place in the customer journey that people have to go on in order to make a purchase with you. People maybe see your shopping ad, go to the website, have a look, aren't ready to purchase just there and then um, until uh, they maybe have come across your advert a couple of times or maybe they signed up for your email address. So the initial advert is probably is very important in the overall path, but it might not be the thing that directly causes success. Um, so we've been looking at indirect and assisted value conversions on Google. And it's really interesting to see that if you looked on face value at the adverts, the shopping adverts, they have um, a return on investment of maybe one. So for every dollar spent, you get your dollar back, which isn't good and it's not something that we work with work to for our customers but then whenever you look at the assisted conversion value ROI the conversion the return on spend is about three to four times so that that is interesting and that's really strong so while we are at the start of our journey with this customer um had we if we didn't look at the overall journey and if we didn't look at the assisted conversions made by these adverts that we have created it could look like our adverts hadn't been very effective but they, they really are and and that's something that we have identified that it's not just about one particular piece of the puzzle because those initial adverts are really important the, the email that goes out to someone reminding people that you still exist is really important the the email that the retargeting advert that you do to remind people on facebook that you still exist is really important that journey of advertising in 2019 is, is so important and it's it's crucial to how um, a customer is actually going to take the action that you want on a, on a business. Something that I find really useful to um, quickly take pictures of things on the internet um, 
of examples of things or ideas for things is the Microsoft snipping tool. Just thought I'd share that with um, everyone and, and say, I, I've come across people who don't use it and, and can't use it. And um, if you want to take a screenshot, um, a lot of people know how to take a screenshot. I think it's hit print screen on the, on the keyboard, on a Microsoft keyboard, but it prints the whole screen as far as I can remember. The snipping tool can just select out a little bit of your screen and um, even I think it can actually do a lasso type um, crop on your screen as well so that you can you know create a little picture from something. It's a huge time saver. It's a it's something that I don't think I could live without and, and I'd love to share those little things that we use um, with you but the Microsoft snipping tool very very important to us. Today we also finished off the strategy that we were creating yesterday for the social awareness video creation customer that we have and it was a joy to create. Um, in, the, in the way that we work, whenever we start with a customer, as I've said in our last um, podcast, we create, uh, we have a two-week strategy, called two-week strategy session, but it's um, something that we insist on really that we have two weeks to plan out what our next three months looks like really um, and that strategy session involves the customer journey and it involves learning who we're trying to target and what um, type of a journey that they go on in order to have them take action with the business. So what we'll do uh, tomorrow actually at 6 p.m. is I'll run through the st first part of the strategy delivery um, and we'll get agreement on that. And then what we'll do next week is between now and next week, we'll create some creatives and um, create their reporting structure and we'll, we'll work out how they're gonna meet the goals that they outlined in our, in our discovery calls. And that will match up, you know, what they should be doing across the next year to meet their goals. Um, and that'll take us, um, and that'll get that customer as prepared as they possibly can be to be successful in their business using online advertising methods, the most up-to-date online advertising methods um, that are available. That That's always changing too. So the kind of strategy that we do is always something that's in flux and always moving. But right now, um, I'm confident that the plans that we're creating are as up to date and as good as they possibly as they possibly could be. One of the ending tasks that we had for customers today was creating some Google ads. We, we created them yesterday. Um, this is for a, a customer that's kind of the equivalent of a sky scanner, um, working basically for U.S. Um, flights, international and. Uh, domestic US flights for customers uh, in, in the US who really targeted US people to, to see if um, this business can save them money on their on their flights and we're creating some Google ads for them and we came into, came into some problems with those Google ads they immediately weren't approved and um, this can happen all ads platforms have different levels of approval systems and they're actually also done with auto artificial intelligence and automation. So there's a little bit of common sense lost. Um, this company is a, is a flight um, pricing compare um, site really. And one of the words that we were using was United States in the descriptions of the text. 
and that was flagged up as a trademark issue with the company United, um, United Airlines. But I mean, that, that's where the common sense is completely lost. So the adverts that are being created aren't, they're not, they're not, they're not breaking any trademarks. It's United States, not United Airlines. Um, but the algorithm couldn't tell that. So what we do is we raise a ticket with the team. Um, nowadays, we just go on live chat and talk it through with them. And a nice lady uh, from Google called me back and said, Peter, your adverts, these adverts have been um, approved and they're going to start delivering uh, shortly. And this is a very common occurrence um, with so many industries, so many rules, so many changing rules. The advert approvals is something we, we get very familiar with the process of, of flagging disapproved ads. Um, and again, if, if you didn't really know what you were doing with it, I guess you would think, oh, that's disapproved. I can't do advertising on Google, but it's not the case. Um, it takes a little bit of tenacity and uh, the ability to um, search for a solution that will help you to um, get your ads uh, approved online. So we'll see how those adverts go for that customer. And we're looking forward to see them uh, get a bunch of phone calls because of it. And the last thing that we have today is um, myself, Peter Oak, uh, got an email today about getting a free LinkedIn premium account and I've just activated it. So um, I'm pretty skeptical about this. I don't think that we should have to pay for um, the I don't think that we should have to pay for the platforms that we use to be social on, um, even if it is a business platform. LinkedIn, if anything, is becoming more of a personal platform than, excuse me, on a business platform. So I really don't think that we should have to have to pay to be on it, even for higher level services. The only higher level services that I can actually see right now that are um, there is that I can see who is looking at my profile. Um, and, and honestly, it doesn't really matter to me who's, who's looking at my profile. So it's not something that I look at um, regularly at all. Um, but what I'll do is if I find any value in it and if I see um, any good coming from the LinkedIn uh, premium account, it's a free trial until the 16th of May. Um, well, it's the 17th of May, but I've scheduled my calendar to, to delete it because I'm assuming that it's going to add no value to my life um, or my business. But if it does, and if I'm proved wrong, I'll, I'll let you know and I'll update it here on this um, on this PDG, exciting PDG uh, podcast. Um, so again, everyone, thanks so much for listening. Um, I'm really pleased that this is the second episode. We've done other episodes before, but this is the second episode and it feels really good. And it's uh, 26 minutes at this point coming up on half an hour and it has felt like five minutes hopefully for you it has <laughs> felt relatively short as well um so i look forward to uh tomorrow's um progressing a lot of these things and um getting on with it so again share comment like connect with me peter doke um or our business pages for pdg advertising we would love to um have a conversation with you about digital advertising not just to get your business um but you might not you know, even have a business. You might be working in a business. You might just be interested in digital advertising. Um, you might be um, you know, interested in business or thinking of starting your business. And you know, all of those things are, are really important to us. You might just be interested in new technology and interested in learning new things. And um, in this day and age, it's, it's, really, um, it's really cool. There's so many avenues that you can, can learn from. So we'd love to enter into that, uh, that journey with you. Um, thanks again for, for listening.